Yo, 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 what's going on, everyone? Welcome, welcome to the first official Press Pause Podcast. Um, We are on episode uh, 20. official official episode on uh the channel <clears throat> this is episode 20 we've got hashin ha- hash hashin i don't know how to say his name we call him hash um <clears throat> and uh he's going to give us his story today um uh, we got chalupa back here with us tonight uh he's had some stuff that's been going on and dealing with so we're glad to have him back he's going to take the lead because i'm under the weather <clears throat> devious had to go work today so guys uh got a lot going on <clears throat> we got a lot that's been going on um between yo bunny what's up between um starting the twitch channel we're also now on spotify <clears throat> uh anchor um we're going to be on YouTube. Um, we're working to try and get an Empire Jerky co- uh, code. Um, we're working on a PayPal. So that way we can start taking donations and heading them over to um, the rest of. Um, <clears throat> yeah. We got a lot going on. So. We have a lot. Yo, what's up? There we are. There we are. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you doing today? I am doing great. How are you guys doing? Hey, it's a, it's a Sunday, so that means I got work tomorrow, so not too, not too great, <laughs> but no, it is what it is. Um, excited to be here. Excited to have you on. I know Spent is sick. Uh, so he's not going to be saying a whole bunch, but he'll probably chime in from time to time. But uh, it's probably just going to be a conversation with me and you tonight, which is... Uh, I got you. Yeah, no problem. No, we can get weird. We can get weird with it. Uh, <laughs> get I get, also, I get real let weird. everybody know a lot going on that recently over the last two weeks. The Press Pause Podcast now has 13 episodes on nice. Anchor and Spotify. Um, we're working behind the scenes to try and get uh an affiliation with empire jerky um and any of the proceeds that we might get for that would actually go directly to a mental health charity um and we also have the press pause podcast twitch this is all true yes so uh spent is streaming our podcast tonight from the press pause podcast twitch channel 
Uh, so be sure to go ahead and take a look at that. Uh, what What is the handle on that? The Press Pause Podcast. That's the handle, Press Pause Podcast. Um, so, yeah. So uh, before we begin, um, Hash, I'm going to call you Hash because how do you actually say the name? Oh, you're muted. It's a Shashin. It's, uh, it's from the original... Um original name of like where the the name assassin came from it's a yeah. uh, per- persian name so yeah it's a little bit of a mouthful most people just call me hash anyway so that works out <laughs> yeah. I, knew, I knew where it was from i've just never been able to say it so i was always gonna call you hash anyway so uh well welcome hash uh i am Jaluba batman um if you don't know i'm one of the hosts here on the press pause podcast like i said we also have spent uh below uh below me on the on the video screen um, the way we like to start things off is one, we want to tell you, um, generally kind of what we're going to do. So tonight, you know, obviously we're going to talk to you about what's been going on, your mental, any issues that you deal with when it comes to mental health issues, um, how you deal with it. Uh, and ultimately, you know, what works, what doesn't work, what you, uh, and just overall allow you an opportunity to tell your story. So what that means is I'm honestly, you're going to control this conversation. I'm going to ask you questions and normally spent would too, and devious would too, but Mostly going to be me asking you questions, kind of, you know, picking your brain and, and, and seeing where it goes. But we're only going to go as deep and as into it as you want to. If you ever get uncomfortable, you just let me know and we're going to say, hey, we're not going to talk about that and we'll just move on. Um, also, so you know, uh, this is obviously being recorded. We're putting it up on multiple platforms. That means just like anything on the Internet, once it's on the Internet, once we hit live, it's there for forever. So uh, don't say anything. Don't, you know, talk about anything you don't want out there for everyone to know um that being said we're not going to get into any of that stuff i'm not a doctor spence not a doctor i you know i may be a lawyer but this, there's nothing legal or anything about this we're just doing this as friends we just wanted to give an opportunity to a bunch of creators um and a bunch of people who feel like probably have a lot to say on this issue and never have anyone ask them the question. Like we are, we as content creators, I feel like are always just asked to basically put on a face, put on a show and get it going, you know, but there's so much that goes on with us behind the scenes that a lot of other, uh, I guess a lot of other businesses and uh, a lot of other types of um, things that people do for their lives that uh, they get opportunities to talk about this stuff there's a lot of focus on that and i don't feel like it is so much in in our industry especially with as many people that i see who have reached out to us or have uh oh yeah posted things on social media about it so that's what we that's why we designed the press pause podcast and we are so happy for you to be joining us on our 20th episode of the press Pause podcast it's good to be here it's good to be here for sure this is uh my first time doing anything like this at all so it's uh, I'm definitely a little bit nervous about talking talking about you know mental health because there there are such stigmas about it still, um, and a lot of misunderstandings, especially within our industry. But uh, it's good to be here. It's definitely and, good to be here. And that is ultimately one of our goals. Is obviously I I have no problem talking about it, and most people that have come on here have no problem talking about it. One of our goals though mm-hmm. is to kind of change that taboo, that stigma, that. That, that it's like bad that like there's something wrong with yeah. us as much as yeah. you'll hear me say that uh, and and there is cussing on this so apologize in advance if do you not cut do you cuss are you good oh, yeah. I'm, I'm fine okay. with it i'm i'm 100 okay so as much as i say <laughs> all the time on these podcasts that i am fucked up i'm i am okay with being fucked up like i understand right. that there is that i'm not uh 100 mentally stable i'm not you know uh, you know the 
a picture of perfection or anything like by that means. So, but I don't think that there's anything necessarily wrong with me. I'm fucked up, but it's not wrong to be fucked up. If if that makes any sense to you. Yeah, that's definitely a good perspective to take well, on it. Is to understand like that that you know, it's 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 all it's okay it's okay to not be okay, and that that's another way of saying it. You know. Exactly, exactly, and that's that's actually one of our taglines all the time is it's okay to be, not be okay. Um, so before we jump in, to kind of get you comfortable a little bit about, you know, what we talk about and, and who we are, uh, we've always found it's easiest to kind of let you know about what we deal with um, so that you're not just sitting there being like, I don't know these guys, and I don't know if they're actually going through anything similar or have ever dealt with any sort of these issues before. Um, so, I, I, like, I'll start off, and uh, I'll let you know. I, like I said, I, I've been um, I've been dealing with uh, depression, anxiety, ADHD for pretty much all my life. Uh, it hit a forefront when I was about 18, um, and then when I was 20, uh, I attempted suicide, and I have had multiple attempts since then. Um, however, ultimately, I'm still here, um, which is which is great, and that's a lot of uh, a lot to do with the people that I've surrounded myself with that have pulled me back from the brink a lot of times. Um, but that being said, I still deal with depression on a daily basis. I was diagnosed with general anxiety order, uh, disorder when, uh, after I attempted my first time uh, attempting suicide. Um, I take ADHD medicine every freaking day. Um, I can't function without it. I'm, I'm what they would consider a high-level high level functioning ADHD person. So um, that's kind of a brief nutshell of who I am and what I've dealt with. Um, and I'm still currently seeking therapy. I've been through three so far, uh, but therapy is a lot like dating and you got to find that perfect someone for you. So um, in the past, yeah, about, about six months or so, I've, I've gone through three that haven't really worked for me, but I'm still pushing for it. So, um, and then I'll uh, spent uh, briefly introduce himself as well. I'm spent or spent as you've asked me. Um, Never been clinically diagnosed or anything, but I've dealt with depression since I was a teenager just through life and dealing with um, being told never going to amount to anything from multiple people, just, you know, dealing with all that stuff and the men kind of like the mental abuse that you would get through something like that. Attempted suicide when I was like 15 years old. Failed miserably, thankfully. That means I'm still here. Um... Not that I don't have thoughts of it over the years and everything like that, but it's gotten less and less as I've gotten older. Um, but I still deal with that depression battles and uh, the feelings of not being wanted and not being around. And, I, and it's made me into more of an introverted person when I used to never really be an introvert. So that's basically what my story is. And so at this point, Ash, um, why don't we just start off with an easy one? And before we jump into your uh, mental health issues and the stuff that you're dealing with, so let's just go ahead and introduce yourself. Where do you stream? What do you play? Um, and how long have you been streaming for? Um, I primarily, um, I primarily, primarily stream to, to Twitch right now. I was on Facebook gaming for around two and a half years, uh, recently made a, a pretty full commitment over here on Twitch. Uh, been loving it so far. I used to play Fortnite, went into Warzone, uh, got trapped in the whole BRs and everything else, even though I do I do love RPGs, I love story games, stuff like that. I just don't play them enough because I get hyper-focused and fixated on 
like what I'm enjoying at that moment. I'm really big into Apex right now. I'm super excited for the new season. Uh, just been trying out some different games here and there, um, but primarily playing a lot of Apex right now. So. Okay, and and obviously we all know the issues that come with uh, you know, unfortunately, with Facebook and stuff, and that has not been yeah by <laughs> any means to anybody means. dealing with any yeah. mental health issues. Um, especially when it comes to like anxiety and depression. Oh, and definitely, like definitely. So have you have you been enjoying your your Twitch uh, time versus like uh, the the stresses that come from trying to stream on Facebook? Oh, I would definitely have to say yes. I've I've been I've been enjoying enjoying the vibes on Twitch. Like there's just so much more for me personally. Like more interaction that you can you can get from from Twitch than just as a you know creator content or uh, level up creator on Facebook. Um, and that's that's what I've really really liked about about Twitch. But like you said, like all the all I, I can I can say personally that taking a step away from Facebook was good for my mental health, um, especially after being there for as long as I was and seeing how a lot of the people that I looked up to when I first started go through so many of the things that eventually I would go through down the line after you know stepping stepping foot into the streaming world. It's it's kind of crazy to see people that you think have made it in a sense come out and say that these things are destroying mental health and it's not just like oh good day here bad day here it's a it's a it's a it's like a constant struggle to keep doing what you do when you feel like there's you're, you you know there's nothing there to that's helping you anymore so it kind of it kind of it kind of makes me a little jaded when i look at you know people I honestly admire in the industry through Facebook gaming that I, that I've seen for the past two and a half, three years, three years plus now that I see their posts and I see their tweets and I see everything else. And it just, it, um, it makes, it makes me nervous. It makes me nervous as a, as a smaller creator, smaller creator, you know, don't call yourself a small creator, small streamer, whatever, but it, it makes me nervous to, uh, to see people that I admire just lose faith. And then you see the same things happening on your level and it's just, it's disheartening. And it's definitely a mental struggle some days. Like there are days that where I was just putting off going live because I was just like, I don't know what I want to do. My, I don't know what I want to play. I don't know what, I don't know what to put my title as. All these little like mental struggles to where I'd be going live like two and a half hours after I was like, this is when I, you know, my schedule. So I was ruining my schedule because of how I felt about even going live on that platform and and that's like an interesting that's an interesting thing to bring up is just like there's so many little things that you don't think about like a normal viewer or anything like wouldn't think about that would like mess with you it's mm -hmm. like it's like do i tag this person that i'm playing with like especially like one if you've never played with them before like they could be like oh i don't want you because then there's like so many freak like I, I hate the word clout chasing. I think it's thrown around way too much because especially in this industry, we can tell the difference real easily between the person that's just like, hey, I'm tagging you to let people know that like who I'm playing with and they do that all the time or like the person that's just like tagging people and being like, look, I'm playing with this person, like, you know, trying to trying to get off their, uh, you know, any any sort of quote unquote success that anybody has had. 
But there's just right. so many little things that can just mess with you. And, and, and I guess you have not been dealing with that as much over on the Twitch platform, have you? Oh, definitely not. It's, it's kind of weird because it, it felt, besides the core that has come over from Facebook, um, I have people that have, like, just in the last, like, few days found me on Twitch and was like, I had no idea that you weren't streaming on Facebook. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I put out, I put out posts, I put out photos. I've, I've done, I've done so many different things. And then, but then also there's a reality to where I look back and I'm like, did I do enough? Did I really, did I put out the content and the extra things to keep people engaged? And those, those are things that I like replay over in my head and stuff. But, um, I go on these little tangents. I was trying to tell Smenteski earlier. I was like, I go on these tangents, man. I also, I'm going to have, have to ask you guys to help keep me on track. Cause if I go off on a tangent, like I'll forget. Yeah, no. I, I have like, un, like I'm undiagnosed, but I swear like so many things about ADHD, um, I resonate with. And yeah. that's, that's something to where like, I'll start talking about something and then like go on to something else and then be like, wait, where? What's yeah. going with that? <laughs> where where did I even start this conversation? No, that that definitely happens to me all the time. Uh, I'll be quite honest, but no, no worries. We'll try and keep you on track as much as possible. And and like I said, I think it's interesting to talk about. Like, don't get me wrong. I I'm still on Facebook. I I I deal with the problems. It is what it is for me. Mm -hmm. Um, and ultimately, like I I am not a full time streamer by any means. Um, so like I don't necessarily like ever get too down about those things but I, they do still affect me even as somebody who's not full-time um but i mean like i said it's just interesting i think there's a lot of good on facebook i think uh, like honestly a lot of people that made it that have been making it on twitch i don't don't know necessarily if they would have had the same success had they not built mm -hmm. that community on facebook first and then transition i'm not saying they wouldn't i'm just saying i think facebook has no, I agree. Done a lot of great uh but there's obviously problems there's there's still problems with twitch like don't get me wrong there's oh, yeah. still problems with twitch there's problems with everything but i just think it's interesting that you brought up like the the fact that it's like oh well what do i name my stream as because even now like i'm like why am i titling my streams it doesn't even sit when i send out a notification it's the description that's being sent out it's not even yeah. like my title on my stream and i didn't figure that out till yesterday so like, oh really yeah, yeah i noticed like, that is... for a while is that like whenever people get like the what i really like about facebook is they're like their hour and three hour extra notifications that do go out like if they do go out and they do work yeah. and everything else along with that but that's something that i really didn't like about it but you notice if you like you see people's notifications like if you're on mobile and you're scrolling or whatever and you get a notification like it doesn't show the title of the stream it shows their description of it Yep. But, like, I think that on that Facebook gaming app that it shows the title notification. So it's like the two platforms work differently from what that, I've seen. And that's so strange. It's so strange to me. But it's, it's let's get weird. down to the meat and, uh, you know, meat and potatoes of what we're here to talk about. Let's, uh, this is going to be a little bit more difficult question for you. Let's just go ahead and ask it, though. What do you deal with? What is uh what what goes on? What have you are you diagnosed with anything or is it all just kind of um you know self a lot of people self-diagnosed, which is oh, absolutely yeah. Oh, yeah. fine. Um because a lot of people don't know anything about going to get therapy or going to get checked or anything like that and are afraid of that sort of thing. Right. Um, especially because for the longest time, let's be honest, 
people didn't want to say that they had any sort of mental health issues. And so people were like, yeah, I'm depressed, but like, I'm not going to tell anybody. Like, so let's just, so starting off, what, what do you, what do you deal with? What's, uh, what's been going on? Uh, definitely have, have been diagnosed with depression when I, when I first moved here to Texas. Um, I, I grew up in California. I lived in Montana for about a year and a half. And when I moved down here, I ended up having, I ended up going to therapy and stuff, um, counseling, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I was on antidepressants when I first moved here and I ended up, um, getting off of the antidepressants because for me, like everything that I've ever had in my teenage years always made things worse for me. Like I just, I it, it just, it didn't feel, I didn't feel right on them. And it felt like I was experiencing a lot of like the, the extra suicidal thoughts and stuff. But like when I first moved down to Texas, I, I hated it. I didn't want to be here. We moved here um, because at the time my father lost his job up in Montana, but that was like the first time I moved into in the middle of seventh or from sixth to seventh grade in California elementary ended at sixth but in Montana they started six to six to eight for middle school so I like joined in the middle of a small town as an outsider from California and I just didn't click really with anything at first and um i tried i tried football did not fit in with that at all i was a kid on the sideline reading harry potter because i was like the third string like <laughs> you know defensive end or whatever on this like middle school though there's one middle school in high school so i found a really good close group of friends in that in that year and a half shortly after i moved there and that was the first time i'd ever had that and when i moved down to texas and i was like i hated i just lost like my group of friends and i was moving again into a place to where they changed it to where it was seventh, eighth, ninth for middle school. So instead of about to be finishing eighth grade and going into high school, it was all this weird staggered way of how the schools were in different states. <laughs> and um, I hated, I I hated it here. <laughs> and it was the first time in my life that I can ever like think back. You know, like you have like like some bad childhood memories and whatnot. Um, but this was the first time where like I walked to school. And I used to multiple times a week just consider stepping out in front of a car. Mm -hmm. um, and it's like it's like suicidal thoughts, um, not really like tendencies, but more so of like like I've never I've never attempted I've never attempted suicide, but like I've I've mentally been like on on the on the cusp of those. Uh, even in my adult life of just like driving in my car, like, you know, just like what, 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 what if, like, what if I just drive off right here? But it's, it's the, I guess for me, the thing that, that keeps me grounded is, is thinking of the people around me that will be impacted by that decision. And I think that's that's the thing that's that's really kept me from trying anything and going that far. Um, is the fact that like I I am I honestly my wife talks about it like we've had conversations. She's like, "You're scared of death. You're like you're scared of dying." And I think that honestly like that's that's something for me that has impacted how far I've gone with my thoughts. If that makes sense. Um. 
where I go down the rabbit hole mentally, but I've never physically done anything or attempted anything. Gotcha. So, oh, so let me let me ask you. I I, I take notes uh, during this so that I can kind of circle back on things all the time. Um, but also, so you're moved out of Texas. Uh, I am a Texas transplant. Uh, I've been here since I was two. Um, so not not quite your story, but what part of Texas did you move down to? Uh, I'm in West Texas. I'm up in the Panhandle. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah. So I mean, because like I, Texas is really weird, like that. There's no like, <laughs> yeah. there's no like set. This is like when you're going to high school, whatever. Because like mm -hmm. when, when I was going to school, it was like where I'm at, which is in like Houston, is like it was like yeah, four one through four is elementary, five six middle school, seventh eighth junior high, nine through twelve, and then yeah. But then we even had got so big that we just had like a ninth grade campus by itself at one point like and now oh, it's yeah, like city yeah now it's like sixth and seventh are together seventh and eighth are like yeah there's eighth and ninth are, it's been weird so i like i get that it's it's a super big transition that's what i've heard from like a lot of friends that i've talked to that have kind of dealt with this sort of thing is this 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 transition that you have to go through where basically it feels like you like lost your support group that you finally developed like mm -hmm. in, in, yeah. in Montana and then you move down to Texas and you're like, crap, like I got to start all over again. And Texas is, I feel like Texas is just such a huge transplant state because we've got people coming in for oil all the time from different places, 100%. like farming, different types of work that it's like, there's either the people that have been in Texas all their life but then it's like I meet so many people that are like, no, we just moved down here because my dad got a job for the oil industry. We moved down here. And I'm like, there's so many non-Texan Texans that yep. it's like it's not unusual for you to find like someone in your situation where it's like dad lost a job in Montana. So now it's like we need, you know, we need to pick up and go. And I mean, Texas is big enough to welcome pretty much everyone. So, um, it, yeah, definitely is. It's kind of a weird it's kind of a weird story, though, honestly. My parents met and married in the same city that I live in now. My sister was born here, moved into Mexico where I was born, um, and then went out to California in the, the Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area, and lived there for about 11 years before we moved in 2001 to Montana. So came back here because Texas was, is where family was. So like my, my mom's parents lived here. My grandparents lived here. Um, my dad's grandparents or my dad's parents, my grandparents on his side lived in Dallas. So, uh, just had a lot of family in Texas, which is, um, just kind of spread out, which obviously, you know, being a Texan, like just because you live in the same state, some people don't get like how far of a drive it is. Like for me to get to Houston, it's like a 10 hour, 10 hour drive. Yep. And this is going, you know, 85 and 95 on the highways, on the interstates, because, you yep. know, Texas, we like to go fast, you know? And you can be in, you can be in like nine other states and other you know if you're living oh, exactly. else other than Texas in that uh, time. Um, let me let me ask you this. So you actually yeah. you actually took medication when you were like in in seventh eighth grade. How long did you take medication for depression for? I was like it was shortly after I moved here. So I moved here in the middle of I'm in the middle of eighth grade year. Okay. So just like December like winter break in Montana. Like we drove down like. We actually got here like the day before my birthday. My birthday's in December uh, the 23rd. So we actually moved down here. I remember like coming down here and getting to uh, see like the second Lord of the Rings movie when they released it. So 2000, yeah, 2002. Um, and it was shortly after that that like 
because of the things that I was going through. And like, I, I know, like I talked to my, I talked to my parents about, um, how I just want to like walk out in front of cars and stuff. And I ended up going to therapy and talking and like counseling and stuff. Uh, cause there was a lot of pent up anger at my dad at that time for like, he was the reason he lost his job. He had to go get a job somewhere else. We had to leave there. Like a lot of that stuff, but I was on medication all the way through middle of high school, like at least two, two or three years. Mm -hmm. Um, and after after high school, and I went out into college, I experienced some some more of the real world. Um, I was actually in, getting in a great place physically. I was in a great place mentally. I moved out on my own. Um, I was really experiencing life, and there was there was some some things that I was experiencing in like leaving the family home and the family mindset, if that makes sense of how I was raised um, and getting to like discover who I was and who I wanted to be and everything else that was outside of just like living in and under my parents rule at the time. And like my parents got divorced, like literally as I graduated high school that same year. So, um, that definitely was a factor and has been a factor in my adult life um because there's things that pop up oh oh thank uh thank you um <laughs> she just brought me nachos hey nice that's my that's that's my rock right there though like for <laughs> real like there there's more to discuss especially with like my eczema and things we haven't got to yet mm -hmm. um but having someone Having someone by my side that's is that has been as encouraging and loving and understanding of what I've been going through, um, having that that beautiful lady by my side has been you're like it's she's irreplaceable, like straight up. Devious said that was awesome, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the we, nachos, we, yeah. We we talk about that all the time. I think I think one of the biggest things that we we preach is just you know ultimately finding a support group, like finding a support person, a group of friends, whatever you can, uh, is is it makes a world of difference. And I know like the biggest thing that we always try to talk about is people are always like, well, you know, what if I don't have that? What if what if what's going on? Like what what if I don't have that? I can't find that. And it's like well, that's why there are therapists out there that's why there are people that are paid to do that and, and ultimately like the one thing we always say is that the people that are there that are going to be in your support group you need to understand that they're not there to fix you they're there to help you like help you get to the point where you're fixing yourself um, yes. and it's like it's like when you fall down they're not necessarily there to keep you from falling down but they're there to help you get back up not even to pick you up but help you help yourself get back up and like that's the difference and like a lot of people like that's why i always say i was like you know therapy is great if, if you want to do it if, if it helps you or whatever because of the fact that those people are paid and their design you know their whole goal is to make you stronger and like that's kind of what i always feel like for support and and the one thing like my wife has done for me is she's helped to try and make me stronger um not necessarily fix my problems because there's not a whole lot of fixing that stuff i've been dealing with it for forever it's kind of <laughs> yeah. there it's just making sure that i can get by it and and i'm sure that's what your wife helps uh helps you out with as well i, I oh, have one one i have no, bunny go ahead, in, go ahead. i have bunny in here and uh she said uh, having a support system at home helps a lot uh support is there to think through the thoughts with you not to judge 
I agree with that. Definitely. Definitely. And uh, I think that, like, speaking on, on, on what you just said a second ago, um, she she doesn't she doesn't ever try to just like in a sense fix me like like you said sorry that was like there's a little bit of hot sauce on there it's a little spicy (laughs) um but it's it's this idea of she like and and to her credit she gives me so many ideas and encourages me so much and there's a lot of things that I just like because I'm terrible with time management. I just like end up not doing these, like sitting down for like 10, 15 minutes and just quiet and meditating. <laughs> like I have the, t- I know I have the time for that. But what I end up doing is like I'll do my morning stream and then I'll get done and I'll be like, all right, food time. Let's go. Let's get some food. Uh, also, got to make sure we get to let the dogs out. And oh, yeah, I, I you know, I left my hot pocket in the microwave from like 15 minutes ago. All right, come back and like, what have I been doing for the last hour and a half, two hours? I've been on my phone like scrolling TikTok and I don't even realize it's been that long. And I'm like, do you know how much you can do in that hour and a half, two hours? Like I know the the the, the self-awareness is like, it feels like the curse of it is like when you're self-aware that you know you have these these problems and you recognize that there are things you can do to help yourself mm-hmm. and then you turn around and you're like i haven't done a single one of these things and that's where i find myself is there's like i'm not taking the time to wake up and like really make sure i have breakfast and take time to like my wife wakes up and makes time to just sit out there on the on the on the front patio when she's feeding the dogs and like have that quiet moment in the morning has that time you know? to relax and not waking up at 7 55 for an eight o'clock stream being like yeah i'm coming i'm coming exactly you know and i talk about this all the time um with, with uh with hostile or i've talked about this before with hostile bush um about about because she's uh severely adhd like i am and part of the things that we deal with uh, is is our lack of basically understanding of time uh meaning ultimately that i think that like if i wake up with five minutes to spare five minutes to go that i could take a shower brush my teeth get changed uh be out the door and ready to go in five minutes because i have no idea no concept of how long five minutes is i cannot tell you i like i if you were like hey here's five minutes you got five minutes to do this i would think i could get like a billion tasks done because i don't know how long five. so i'm either extremely late to like a lot of stuff or like oh like extremely early because i'm like hey like yep. i'll be like sitting there my wife's like all right we gotta leave by here at 7 15 and i'll be like okay and then like i'll be ready for like 45 minutes and i'm like why aren't you ready and she's like because it's not even like close to 7 15 and i'm like well i have no idea like i can't i can't con- like conceive that time yeah and and so yeah like it's it's crazy like when you kind of look into these things because i know you said you're not you think you're like undiagnosed with adhd the more that you look into these things you'll see like okay that makes a whole lot of sense it's not an excuse but it's like now we have to do so much more to combat against those bad habits because it is a bad habit like you you have to do so much so many other little things and that even becomes like a a mental strain a lot of times like to try and combat yourself like you're you're fighting yourself ultimately And, and and that just becomes more and more difficult as time goes by um, oh yeah, 
but let, let me uh let me ask you uh so i kind of want to talk to you about a couple things so obviously you told me you told us that you never attempted suicide but you always had those thoughts mm-hmm. um yeah and so did, did the did the medicine help like and, and i'm not not going to say medicine doesn't help what works for and just so everyone knows what works for one person mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's going to work for somebody else what doesn't work for one person doesn't mean it's not going to work for you uh this is just a question for him personally as if it, it, to to see if it helps you know how he felt about it it does not mean that you know we're going to tell you don't get medicine it's not that's any not anything anybody's saying so i just want to know your personal experiences with it because i have my own personal viewpoint on it as well that i'll discuss after you and then but i just want to know did that ultimately the medicine help you looking back i think that i i have repressed a lot of those memories and feelings from that time because mm-hmm. i try to think like i have like mostly of high school like i have like not the greatest memories of school in general like i was i was the the super tall overweight kid that got made fun of from you know from elementary all the way up through um until after high school where i kind of like really grew into like ironically into my own skin which is now giving me problems with this but like i look back at at the time that i was on that like in in late or late middle school like ninth 10th grade years and stuff 11th grade years and it just it feels a little bit blurry like i don't i think that's one of the reasons why i stopped taking it besides like to where like i felt I felt like I was more inclined to when I did have bad thoughts to go like further on it in a sense, like con- contemplating those, those ideas in depth more. Mm-hmm. Um, but personally for personally for me, either I, d- I, I didn't find the right medication. Like I didn't get prescribed the right medication that worked for me. Um, but the things that I was on, like, I just didn't feel, I just didn't feel, I felt hazy mm-hmm. and felt like I, w- I just wasn't myself. But there's, um, there's a time to even where I was like senior year working at, um, at a, a bagger, a sacker at a grocery store here, a local grocery store. And like, I got randomly drug tested because I was, I'm just that weird, goofy guy to where like, I was like straight edge without knowing I was straight edge in a sense. Like I didn't do anything bad um, at all in high school. Like I'm, I'm, I was a preacher's kid. I was a band director's kid at the same time. Um, so I, I didn't really do or experience anything in a, in a, like I didn't, I didn't go out and, and do stuff in high school. Like that all came in college, that all came in college after I left. But honestly, I do feel I do feel like I it, it was just I was more aware and I was more myself outside of the medication, mm-hmm. and that's one like one one of the reasons like I'm also terrible at like taking things like every single day, um, like vitamins stuff like that you know aller- allergy medication everything else like I'll get into the habit for like you know two three weeks and then it'll just like taper off where I'm like oh yeah I need to take this oh here's some here's some vitamin D and some, uh, you know, multivitamins and everything else. And 
like that once a month isn't gonna really help you. Like, yeah, exactly. You know, it, it doesn't. Take it, it doesn't. every day, but like once a month isn't, isn't necessarily. Yeah, what but like, I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't just. I wasn't just sitting there taking, you know, the antidepressants like at, you know, at that irregular of intervals. Yeah, yeah. But it got it got to the point where I was just like, I I just didn't I didn't feel myself, and again maybe like I never got on something that would actually benefit me because I I never I never got to that point where I was like all right well I'm feeling mellow it was that Zoloft commercial with the little like the little rock that would hop around or whatever I don't know if you remember those I think that was Zoloft um. But I remember that, and I was like, I don't, I don't feel like the sun just came out. Yeah, you know? right. Like I don't feel like the it, it's 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 bursting through the, the sun is bursting through the clouds of you know the overcast and the rain and oh I don't have an umbrella. Like yeah. it's it's these little animations on these these prescription you know antidepressants and stuff they you know try to sell in a sense. But I just I never felt myself. It just. Which which could be know. like it could be like a good and bad thing, right? Like ultimately, like a lot of times, like you know, especially if you are highly, you know, suicidal, highly dealing with that sort of thing, you don't feel yourself. Well, obviously, you don't really necessarily want to feel yourself. Like if that's yourself off of it is extremely volatile, versus yourself on it, maybe a little hazy, but like no longer, you know, really having that extreme nature. But I mean, that that's just one thing, like one point of view. Obviously, is that ultimately then you have. The other side of things where it's like for instance when i got diagnosed with the general anxiety disorder they wanted to put me on a whole bunch of medicines and uh you know i was like i'm gonna try and figure this out myself because i did research on the medicines and all the uh symptoms and everything right. like that were like may cause insomnia and i'm like that's part of the problem is i have insomnia like may cause suicidal thoughts and i'm like I don't want to just like be not anxious about the suicidal thoughts. Like, I think it's okay if I'm anxious about them. So it's like, right. you've got to take yeah. the good with the bad sometimes. And like I said, I think that's why it goes back to ultimately, you've got to figure out what works for you uh, yeah. versus like what works for everyone else. But it seems like ultimately that I, I know you're still, still dealing with these sort of things, but it seems like getting off the medicine. Is there anything that you started doing? that uh when you were like hey i'm gonna be off the medicine that like sort of helped combat it you know to, to for like a maybe a more holistic or natural way versus you know popping a pill to try, try and get you there regulated well i mean this um this goes back to something i've actually been contemplating even like talking about recently just in general like on my stream um and I know the, I know the warning you guys gave earlier about it. this is going to be on the internet. I know this is here, but in all honesty, um, cannabis was a huge thing for me. It was a it was a huge thing for me, um, coming out of high school and going into college. Um, like I said, I was I was getting to literally the 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 most fit I've ever been in my life. Um, I was in a great place mentally. I was working hard. I was going to classes. I was doing my stuff, you know, every, little hiccups here and there, but like looking back at it, it wasn't just like, I didn't feel like I was in a constant state of struggle, uh, like with myself or against myself as well as where I was in life. But can I, can I stop you real quick? I just want to say yeah. something. 
uh, obviously for for reasons. We here at the Press Pause Podcast don't condone the use of uh, drugs or anything like that. However, we do not judge. We don't care. Ultimately, what works for somebody works for somebody. Like works for them. If that's what works for you, this is his story. That's what works for him. Uh, oh, that's what ultimately helped him out. But that is again nothing that we we condone. We're not saying that we're we are per, we're against it either. Just to, if you read between the lines mm. there a little bit, you know, we just for. For reasons of understand that. potentially what's, you know, anything that may come down from it, we just don't want anyone to think that, oh, we think it's, we're saying yay, but at the same time, we're not saying nay. <laughs> but, um, I get it. Yeah. I mean, so, I, def I definitely understand that, but um, it's something that, like, uh, for me personally, like, it it was definitely, I, I, can, I can notice a difference in a sense. Yeah. Um, but that does but that also goes to say that just because something does help doesn't mean it's it's gonna fix anything by any means. Like even in my adult life, something I've 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 really struggled with yeah, every I mean, single day in a sense has been um in my in my mid mid twenties ish around that time. Um like my my skin and my eczema issues like flared up super bad. I had no idea what was going on for it, and like that has put me in such a rough spot so many times in the last seven to eight years, um, more than anything else, honestly. Before, yeah, but I mean, I feel like you're about to say something a second. Yeah, ago. I was just gonna say. I was gonna say. Ultimately, you know, as more and more studies come out, I mean, they've 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 definitely talked about the benefits of, you know, uh, of, of marijuana usage, of of CBD, of you know, whatever, mm -hmm. whatever it is. I mean, obviously, there's medicinal uses for it, and you know, I I think a lot of times, I personally believe people are uh, overprescribed. Uh, I think our entire generation is sold pharmaceutical medicines uh to deal with issues that maybe can be dealt with more so on a talking basis or more so on a, a more natural basis than yeah. you know to be, be given a pill and being like hey now you're gonna be happy and it's like well that's not yeah. necessarily what any of us want right we don't we right. don't want to be dependent upon i know personally i don't want to be dependent upon anything whether it's, uh, you know, whether it's weed, whether it's a pill, whether it's anything like that, I want to be able to be dependent upon my own strength of mind and body to be able to get through these issues. And it's like, sometimes you can't. Sometimes you definitely need the help. Uh, but at the same time, I, I don't think necessarily just getting prescribed a pill is what's going to work. And I think weed a lot of times has, has helped people get their mind to a point of, not focusing on so much like their bad issue or not so much even getting to the point of acting upon it. It like slows them down to where they can, all those thoughts they can process a little bit easier. Um, so like, like I said, I don't, I don't necessarily find anything wrong with it. And I, I hope the studies continue on, on the benefits of, uh, of more natural. Um, I, I agree that I think a lot of things are over, diagnosed sometimes um where there's some people that definitely need certain things to help them work through things whatever you know whether it be uh, a prescribed medicine taking you 
know, cannabis or whatever. But, you know, <clears throat> it's like the moment nowadays, it seems like the moment your kid is running around and overacting, they're handing out a prescription to slow them down. When maybe that's not necessarily the case, but that was that's the solution. Agreed. And so, so and I didn't mean to cut you off. So you were talking about ultimately, but that helped you out. Um, and, and so, I guess what 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 went on from there? Like you were getting in better shape, better you know, working out more, things like that. Oh, I was I was going into my senior year. I was over three hundred pounds, and I was about six foot six one. And in the next. Honestly, about the next three years, about 2010, um, 2010 to 2011, I got down to like 195. I was longboarding. I was playing disc golf. I was honestly, when I was on like the university campus, I would park off off campus in like I was a studio art major, so I had like a big old canvas bat or like this big bag with all my artwork in it, and like my backpack with all my books and stuff. And I would literally get on my longboard and you know longboard three quarters of a mile to my to my classes and stuff so i was in a in a very good place physically um it, it was just, it was a it was a good time for me like i was i was physically fit i was enjoying myself i had like the most confidence um that i've had in myself probably in my whole life was in those in those few years um and what dramatically impacted that was um my, my my allergens changed i don't know if people out there know that that can happen that's why like you know like your taste buds change too um you can have stuff that you weren't allergic to when you were younger end up affecting you in your adult life and i ended up finding out when i was like 24 20 25 ish i got some allergy testing done and i had to get like I had to actually have blood drawn and sent to get allergy tested because my skin was so bad. I looked like I was from like from literally from head to toe, like sunburned. My skin was so taut that like I couldn't go like this without breaking like right here on um I don't even know what you call your elbow elbow pit, your whatever if whatever this is, but like you can even tell now that like the camera does wonders. I'm gonna tell you that right now. There's people that are like, oh man, your skin's looking great today. And I'm like, the camera, the lighting, this all makes it look better than it is. It's not like a like a, it's not like TikTok filters, which are insane. I've I've tested those. Those are crazy. Um, but how my 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 allergens have affected my skin in literally to where I had like bandages around my feet because I had blisters from like if you get an allergic reaction on your palms or on the bottoms of your feet, you're not going to get like hives. You actually break out in blisters, tiny little blisters. And I was at a point where I was, I was down to 170 at 6'4". And I'm, when I'm telling you like 195, 200, it was like a good fit weight for me. Like I'm 250 now, I'm 245. And I feel better now than I did at 170 because I would get so irritated on my skin. I found out I was allergic to polyesters. My sheets were polyester. Um, my clothing was polyester. I have to wear 100% cotton. Um, there's foods that I'm allergic to. Um, 
the number one the number one thing that really helps for people that have eczema um just like over the counter is like lotions with colloidal oatmeal in the lotion my number one food allergen is oatmeal is oats so i can't use 98 percent of the products out on the market have eggs like that benefit eczema and i've been in so many times to where i'm like literally up at night tearing my skin open like my feet right now are so bad like they're so bad like it's it's it makes me feel like not even being able to be comfortable in my own skin like that affects my mental health on a day-to-day basis so bad like to where i wake up and like if i do anything to where i start to sweat and i live in you know like i live in texas where we get like easily 90 100 100 degree weather in the summer and i wake up and it's you know eight o'clock at eight o'clock in the morning and it's burning outside and i'm sweating and as soon as i start to sweat i get itchier like i can't help it like any part like my arms my neck it's it gets bad and there's there's times where i'm literally i'm just i'm in i'm in actual tears over the fact where i'm like i can't control this i can't get it better like i've had moments of like to where i found things that have helped for a little while um i was on like a steroid cream regiment thing but anytime like i i didn't get the cream in from the from the doctor um in the right time like it would make it worse because it was like steroid withdrawals um there's a lot of things with with in my adult life that have impacted my mental health but overall above anything else um it's literally not feeling comfortable in my own skin of waking my Go ahead. I was gonna say I want to I want to actually uh, dive into that a little bit because that is uh, like, let let's just go back a little bit. So you're you graduate high school, you start losing weight, you start getting in better shape, you start feeling physically mm-hmm. fit, physically good. You get like you pretty much get your stuff under right. control. Like you're you're like hey I'm off, I'm off the medicine and and I'm still feeling good, and then right. all of a sudden you have like what no one wants to have which is which is basically this this big life-changing transition to where now like you don't even feel good feeling good right and it's like the the impact that that had on your mental health had to been i mean it had to been huge i mean it had to have been like a huge set like was it a huge setback for you ultimately like did it bring back like a whole bunch of like well tell me about that like what, what what ultimately happened there like how did how did that ultimately affect everything? I mean, like when it, like I felt like I was out from that depression mindset for those years, like in college, like it, like I was, I was living life, I was enjoying myself, and like you said, like whenever that happened to me, and all these things changed with like my diet and everything else, um. It was a drastic impact drastic um when i when i when i when i say that like when i was in middle school and i first moved here and i was like oh what if i just you know step out and like that was like you know every once in a while maybe sometimes on a bad week you know a couple times a week or whatever but when i'm sitting there absolutely just literally waking myself up in the middle of the night um, keeping my wife awake because I mean literally just 
Like I would wake myself up, arm in the air, just full on, just tearing. And I, I still have those. Like there's a reason that like I have these, this, this right here, this healing up, this is a two, two plus week old moment of me getting itchy on my wrist. And instead of like kind of scratching at it, I rubbed it and I gave myself a friction burn that literally like tore off a patch of my skin and is taking two plus weeks to like even get remotely like back to a healed spot. And it's like anytime I like, anytime I get to a po point of close healing, like I have these like moments of just getting super irritated and, and just sucked into that moment of just like, I can't like it, I, it, it, it itches. Therefore I might scratch it. Like I get stuck in these moments and I can't pull myself out. And it's like, I can't ever get these spots fully healed up or they'll be healed up. And then a week and a half later, I'll have one bad night or I'll have something that I'm, I'm not supposed to eat and I'll wake up in the middle of the night scratching my arm or whatever it may be. Um, but it's, it's drastically impacted my mental health. Like, I don't, I don't feel like I'm, I, I haven't even gone and looked for a job. I went full time. <laughs> I went full time. I was planning on going full time streaming on Facebook gaming, um, before like the pandemic locked everything down and i was like about a couple months away from like really making that decision i worked in a restaurant so of course as soon as the lockdown happened i was like well might as well just full send it now and over the last year plus you know year going on a year and a half now the dynamic of the streaming industry has changed with so many people being off work you know tiktok helping people blow up and all that other stuff but like there's there's been a weird dynamic that's changed um beyond platform issues since the pandemic and i'm at a point now to where like i i'm so scared to even try to go get a job because number one like the industries that i work in that i have worked in um service industries primarily um like there's always uniforms involved like wherever you go and if that place happens to have a uniform to where it's polyester i can't wear it um if there's if there's things that i would be around that would impact my allergens i can't be around that like there's like little things that people don't like that people don't think about like i'm allergic to a certain kind of blue dye that's found like in <laughs> like i have to work i have to get a specific brand of jeans because they actually don't use that kind of dye, but clothing manufacturers don't have to put what kind of dyes they put in the clothing to dye it. So like, it's this certain blue that's used for like blacks and dark blues and other things. And like, who knows if that, you know, like I have to be so careful with the clothes that I even go buy and the clothes that I wear um, because it, in, it, it physically impacts me. Like if I wore a hundred percent polyester shirt, I would be breaking out in hives and I used to be able to wear anything, eat anything, wear anything, didn't have a care in the world about any of that. And now like I, if I go shopping for clothes, I look at, I have to look at the tag. Does this have polyester in it? Does it have acrylic in it? Does it have nylon in it? And I have to get stuff that's a hundred percent cotton because that's, that's what I react to. And like, people don't think about those little things. 
but it's it's made me frustrated to even go out and like shop for clothes like little things like that that's like i don't even feel like going out and getting new clothes because i have to search so hard to find something that for one fits my frame of being a a, a tall guy with like a like with a long torso um but also being the right kind of material and like i've been pissed off pissed off trying to find clothes clothing like going to a store i'm like i can't find socks that are 100 cotton without going online and like buying like a, a bulk pack of like 100 cotton socks and it sounds stupid but like those are the those are the little things that affect me to where i'm like i i don't even want to go shopping like i don't Especially. suffer from anxiety but like that's something to where like i think about going clothing shopping and i'm like I'm like afraid of it because I'm I get so angst about the fact that I can't find certain fucking clothing to wear when everything these days is made from like these you know man-made threads in a sense um, stuff like that and it and it gets it that gets to me you know like it's it it's it sounds stupid but um those those are the little things that like mental health wise it's like i can't enjoy like some of my favorite foods like i'm allergic to tomatoes i used to work in an italian all i ate was just like you know marinara and pasta i'm allergic to like rice corn oats wheat pork like all like you think about like having like your favorite i ate a meat lovers pizza one night with a stuffed crust my dudes and i woke up that night like in tears because of how bad i was itchy like how how scratched up i made myself because it's like pepperoni ham and sausage all made from hand all made from pork you know on top of that with all the sauce and then the pizza bread like it's crazy and then i just like there's literal times i've been in in absolute tears just telling my wife like i don't i don't i don't want to be here i don't want to be here because I can't even, besides like what the world throws at you, I can't even in this moment just be. I just, I just, I just can't be. To where it's like every moment of the time that you're awake, there is, there's times to where I have literally stayed in bed for as long as I can, constantly, like wake up in the morning, go to a serving shift, whatever, come back home and just go to sleep because being asleep helped my skin heal and it also made me not have to deal with anything and that's one thing the depression when depression hits me i find myself staying up later not being able to fall asleep being asleep at irregular times but then of course when the alarm goes off that's whenever i'm asleep the best and i don't want that to end so i just stay in stay in bed for two more hours snoozing a nine minute alarm snoozing it every so i'm waking myself up at nine minute interval intervals for two hours because i just don't want to wake up and face the day and i think which you, is you, broken it's so yeah, broken you said actually something that i want to touch on again though is and this is, this is something like a lot of people don't i think a lot of people take for granted it's like when you are in a good place a lot of times and you don't think about little things that could affect you on a daily basis mm -hmm. like it goes back to the whole theory of like 
you know, on, on a good day, you're not noticing all the red lights, right? Like, you're just like, oh, like, I made great time to work or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. I was like, when you're late or when you're having a bad day, all you notice, you're like, I hit every freaking light. You might have hit the same amount right. of lights and everything like that. But you talked about the fact that he was like, you know, you, all these little things ultimately affected you. Like, you know, you can't, like, you're like, it sounds stupid that I can't wear, like, I can't find, I, I don't want to go find socks. Like, I just order them online. Like, cause what, but like to take that for granted, a lot of people take that for granted. They can just go to the store and pick up something and it's, and it's fine. But it's yeah. like when that depression hits you, it's, it's these little things that become huge things right. and it's it's like yeah like something could have just set me off it just been like I, like i spilt milk on me like this morning and True. it's just like now the whole day's ruined and it's like no all i did was spill milk but for me or for people that like have to deal with this issues it like mm-hmm. that could be that like weird breaking point and and it's just so difficult and and it feels like you know you especially what you're dealing with is I mean, you have to tell us, like, you have to do something that, like, helps you get out of that because the con, like, that's a constant battle that you're fighting. It's not just like, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're fi- constantly fighting against yourself, your own body, as well as then also trying to fight against your own, like, you know, mental state. And mm-hmm. that, that's two different battles that a lot of people don't understand, but they go hand in hand a lot of times. Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. It's, um, I'm sorry. I just, I literally just had it on the, on the tip of my tongue and I just like lost it. Um, can you do one more time for me on that? Do you mind? No problem is, is a lot of times I think that like uh, people don't understand that, you know, there's two different battles that you're facing that a lot of people don't have to face. Like you are facing both, like you're fighting your own physical, your physical state, your, and then versus you're also having to fight your own mental, your, your own mental, uh, issues that you're going with with your depression and, and that's it's like a lot of times the physicalness of something may help may lead to the depression versus like you know but you're constantly having to deal with your your fighting against your your physical you know what, what's going on with your body i mean and that that's just got to take a toll is there anything that you do you know one tell us about how that feels and then two is there anything that you do that like to try and assist you to get through that you know because there might be other people that are dealing with those type of issues that you know that might be tuning in so well definitely the the fit the physical aspect of it besides like it's it's one of those things where i feel like one of them sometimes they feel each other mm-hmm. in a sense to where like if i'm having a bad mental health day it stresses me out more and the stress can make me flare up with my eczema and then there's days to where my eczema, like I feel fine going into the day mentally, but then my my eczema and my skin issues make like f- fuel the flames of of the mental health side. So it's like some days it it, it like one plays off the other, in a sense. Um, but for me, one one of the things that really helps me like find those moments of like I have. Like, I'll, I'll go through a process of, like, being itchy in that moment and being like, all right, like, I've had to step away from streams and be like, I'll be right back. Um, because, like, my legs get super itchy or my arm gets super, like, I'm, like, scratching at my neck. And 
I go off and like what something in my mind, I'm like, I'll be back in like a minute and a half, two minutes. Like, I'm just going to go like put some of this stuff on. Hopefully this is going to go. And then I get like sucked into this, like this physical, like I can't stop. Like, it's almost like a hyper focus on that moment of like how itchy I am. And I can't pull myself like mentally. I'm like sitting there thinking like, just stop doing it. Just stop, just, just stop. Take a step away. And like, I'm just sitting there like, ah, my leg is on fire. What do you mean? Like, I'm t like having this battle within myself of like this self-awareness of like, this is making things worse. You shouldn't be doing this. And then turning around and battling with my, with my physical self of being like, this is affecting me now. This is hurting me now. And I, I don't, you know, like. I have to mentally pull myself out of those physical moments. Um, but step, stepping away from like having those moments where like maybe I go sit on my bed in front, of, in front of my fan that I have on my nightstand and just sit there, especially like if I wake up in the morning and I'm like super ear, like I wake up fine. And then like five minutes into it, like I just, I just feel uncomfortable. And I start getting sweaty and I start getting like, like I start getting itchy and stuff. I'll go sit in front of my fan and just close my eyes and just like let that flow of air because cooler temperatures help. And like living in Texas obviously doesn't help that. I think that was one of the things that was a big impact on it is that there's so I live in a, I live in the part of Texas where it's super dry and it's super windy and it's super flat. So we get all the allergens, all, all the outside allergens as well, just constantly constantly here um because i didn't i used to not struggle with it at all when i was younger you know like that's why it was like a hit my allergens changed i always had eczema but like it didn't feel like it ever really affected me until like my 20s but definitely taking those little moments to to step out of the physical moments that i have with my eczema um help me help put me in a better place where i'm like i, I collect myself and i'm like all right we're gonna, you know, it's gonna be okay. You just gotta get it calm. Just gotta get in that moment. Like even before this podcast, I was having, I was stressing out a little bit, and I was just like, I'm, I'm, in. um, like trimmed up my beard and stuff because I was like, I, 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 I looked at myself and I was like, I, I look how I feel right now, and it's one of those things. Sometimes it's like look good, uh, look good, feel good, type of thing. And a lot of the times I look at myself, my wife tells me all the time, like, people aren't going to notice that. They're not looking at that. Don't worry about it. Cause I'll go, I'll go out and I'll be like, people are going to look at me. Like I've had people when I served in restaurants, when it was really bad, be like, basically either jokingly laugh and be like, oh, you got a bad sunburn. And I'm like, ha yeah. <laughs> um, and I look at people that I've, there was a time when I first started streaming, um, to where I had a few people come in and like troll me and basically said that I look like I do meth. And I was like, that's like, that was like, that was mentally like a, okay, well, people do look at, look at that and notice that and see that. Um, cause I try to tell myself, you know, like people, like most people aren't going to like, even if they see it, they're not going to care type of thing. But I, I walk out and I go do anything in public when my skin's bad. And I'm like, people are just staring. Like they're just going to look at me. They're going to think that I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a drug addict or something else, or, you know, 
that I have some sort of issue and to stay away from me. Um, and that's that's a mental struggle as well, um, which I don't I don't know if that's like an anxiety type thing or if it's depressed or just me just getting in my own head about everything. But that's something that I think about on a daily basis. And that's one thing to where I'm like, I, I, I stream. That's that's what I do right now. And and even with the mental struggles of of streaming itself, the ups and downs, the highs and lows. Um, like my my skin issue is bigger than any of the other stuff. And whenever I'm having bad moments with that to where I can't like I know people personally that um, or I say personally, I, I've met a lot of people in this through streaming that, you know, either have psoriasis or eczema or something. And like, it's, it always seems like there's everyone searching for something to help them because everyone's skin is different. Everyone's where they live is different. So many environmental factors that come down to it. Um, but I, I know personally that there's been a lot of people that I've seen over the, over the past few years that they, un they understand because they deal with it to a certain degree or another. And that is comforting in itself because I've had so many moments of talking to my wife where I'm just like, I just want to be normal. And, and like, it's just like. I understand that I struggle from depression. I understand that I have these mental, these mental health issues, but it like compounds upon it whenever I wake up and I'm just like, my skin is on fire or I'm having, you know, I'm super itchy in the middle of a stream and I have to step away. Um, it's, it's impacted my mental health more than anything else. And it's, 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 it's kind of, it's not it's not funny by any means but it's just one of those things that people don't think about like Pete like there's a large amount of people out there that deal with with skin issues to one degree or another but I don't think just like there's not enough discussion about I think there's been more discussion in the last few years as our generation has gotten a little bit older um, I'm not sure exactly how old both of you guys are. I, I know Spintescu, you're a little bit older. It's okay. I think, but, I'm, I think I'm the same um, age. Yeah. I think I'm you graduated. Oh, seven. So I'm 32. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, um, I think that there's not enough awareness about like like skin conditions that people have, because like you see stuff every once in a while in like viral videos of someone you know in some country that has some sort of you know you know giant growth or something that stemmed from a skin issue or whatever it may be but like in in general i don't think enough people understand and are aware about issues with eczema and like mm -hmm. i said people don't think about like oh yeah you might have eczema but like what are you specifically allergic to and like there's things out in just nature i'm allergic to there's foods that i'm allergic to there's clothing that i'm allergic to there's dyes within clothing that I'm allergic to. And when I start to tell people about it, I'm like, yeah, my highest food allergen is oats. I'm also allergic to rice, corn, oats, um, wheat, tomatoes, pork. Um, those are all my high food allergens. And they're just like, oh my God, like really? Wow, that sucks. And I'm like, 
yeah, like you think about it, like if you're allergic to corn, that's like everything. What what is like you you don't think about it, but every a, a large a predominantly large um amount of food these days has high fructose corn syrup in it, sodas, pop, cokes, whatever you want to call them, wherever you're from. <laughs> um um high fructose corn syrup. I used to drink, I think it may have been like a factor was that I was consuming a lot of things that I ended up being allergic to. So maybe I was like overstimulating my body because I would literally not drink water and I would just drink like 44 ounce like cherry Cokes all day. Like bad, bad diet habits in my early 20s, you know, going, going to Burger King and McDonald's like late night after you leave the bar, going to Whataburger, uh, shout out to Whataburger, all you, all you fans out there, love it. Better than in and out 100% agree 100% but um all those bad eating habits and like the fact that like when this stuff like really started coming to fruition for me I was working in an Italian restaurant eating you know pizzas and pasta and tomato sauce and you know marinara marinara uh, pizza sauce or whatever all the different kinds of sauce that they have you know <laughs> um but it was something that like I it was so unexpected that I was like I had no idea what was going on. No idea for a couple of years until I got like actually allergy tested. But it's these things that people don't think about how your view of yourself is such a crucial thing when it comes to mental health, of how you view yourself. Um when when you're dealing with anxiety or depression, you know, like my wife um, she, she deals with anxiety and I deal with depression. So it's, it's interesting seeing like both sides of the coin in the same household in a sense, because there's a lot of times it's to where. Especially because they seem to go hand in hand a lot of time, anxiety and depression seem to go hand in hand. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure I've experienced anxiety to a, to a certain extent. I'm sure a lot of people have that aren't like diagnosed with anxiety, like clinical clinical diagnose diagnosis um but it's one of those things where like i get in my head on a personal level with depression and go down the rabbit hole of like i'm not good enough i'll never be good enough um i look like shit i feel like shit that stupid freaking bo burnham song <laughs> it's been all over tiktok and i'm just like yeah wake up at 11 30 being like a bag of shit or whatever he says and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, I wake up. I wake up and I go to bed feeling like shit. And I know a lot of people out there mentally understand that the mental struggle of like not feeling like you you want to wake up or get up and do like the basic functions. And like, you're just, there's so many times where honestly, even as a streamer, I should have just not gone live because I'm not there. I'm not there physically, mentally. And I'm just going through the motions and trying to be like, hi, how we... How we doing? We're doing good. Uh, all right. Good you for know? you. Good yeah. For you. yeah. Like one of us. And like you said at the very beginning, it's like it's sometimes like you just feel like you're like you 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 feel like you have to put on a face as a streamer of like that's why there is the stigma within it. It's like the moment you start to show that you're that you're more than just in an online personality. You know, there's there's you've you, i don't know how to explain it like 
it's like you said, like you're putting on a performance some days. Like you, you want to entertain, you want to do great, but then at the same time, you don't feel like you're at that level to perform and put on a show and be, but also feel genuine and authentic about it. And then honestly, like whenever I'm trying to be like, yeah, like I'm trying to get hype about stuff and I'm not feeling it, I feel so disingenuine to where I feel like that's also seen as well, if that makes sense. So like where people are like, he's really trying today. Like, and then I think about that. I'm like, are people actually thinking that about me? Or are they just like, you know, like I overanalyze so many things constantly with it over over analyzing and i think that um that's something that we we do in in general as a streamer because like we're you know we're all of our peers and whatnot um we 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 look at we look at each other we look at ourselves the numbers are always you know don't look at the numbers but look at the numbers but don't look at the numbers and like all these little things that have to come and go in streaming but like we we do we overanalyze so many different things on top of the mental health aspect of it. Like whether or not you you have anxiety or depression, you do overanalyze in general, then like coming from like the, the perspective of being a streamer and an online entertainer and stuff like that to where like you start to overanalyze and question a lot of the things you do. Like, is this a smart move? Is this something that I'm doing right? Am I doing this wrong? What could I be doing better? Like all these different ins and outs Mm -hmm. On top of just like the daily, like the daily today's struggles. not a good day. Yep. And today's have, not a good day. You have given us. I I have got to go back and touch on a lot because I was you were on a roll and I was just gonna let you talk, but there's a lot of little things that I want to talk about. And, and ultimately, like you know, one of the things that comes up all the time is just you know you talked about it is the fact that like we we are we are streamers podcast. That's what we are. We're here. The people that we have brought on are, are other streamers, other content creators. And so we. I always want to try and get back to that issue as well. It's not it, daily life. Everyone it deals with some things, but it's like there's a little bit different aspect that deals with when it comes to actually going live, putting your entirety of you out there. And so that means if you're fucked up in the head, you're fucked up in the head on stream. If you're messed up, if you've got eczema and you're itchy and stuff, you're going to be itchy and stuff on stream. But, like, right. you talk, the one thing that's really difficult, right, is you talked about, like, people coming into the stream that don't know you from your next one, and they make, like, a joke about, like, what you look at. And it's, like, I don't think people realize that, like, if I came onto stream and I looked really freaking down in the dirt, and I think I see, like, other content creators always talk about it where it's, like, I've had a fucking mm -hmm. terrible freaking week, and people, put, like, come in my stream, they're, like, you look tired. And it's, like, yeah, because yeah. I've been fucking dealing with my mental health issues all week. And for you to tell me that I look, like, tired when I will say this, I think one of the best things that helps mental health, uh, a mental health of somebody is is physical health as well. So it's, like those things do go hand in hand so it's like if i look tired it's not it's not helping like that's not i know it's just a joke i know it's just an offhanded comment but even right. that comment to you where it's like you look like you do meth and you're just like well fuck me right like, yeah exactly funny. i thought about that way more i gave that way more attention mentally than i should have i should have been like yeah fuck this guy. oh my god I'm sorry. Apparently, I have my alert still on, and that just scared the crap out of me. Um, <laughs> apologies for that. Um, that's it. <laughs> and 
it also well, really you. you gave that way but... more thought than you should have because you brought it up like it's still like that was just an probably yeah an exactly and, and that was it, it was an offhand comment from someone that never i never saw again i don't even think i banned him it was at that point in time where i was just like oh okay oh okay yeah you right? know like the first the first day like i haven't experienced th this this is new um because those are the things that I think about in my like it's one of those things to where like when you're when you're overanalyzing and you're overthinking things about yourself and then some outside force seems to like confirm what you're thinking. Like when I've had those moments where I'm like, I look like like I've I've said to myself, I look like I do I look like I'm s i am was super skinny. I was down to one six four, one seventy. Mm -hmm. I still, I still had man boobs too. I, I, I've never <laughs> lost these things anyway. Um, but I was, I was, so, I was skinny. Like I looked at myself in the mirror and was like, when I was, when I was a big boy, three hundred plus pounds, I was like, I always want to be skinny. I want to be skinny. And I realized that when I got down to like 200, 195 and I was like, I was, I was literally doing push ups. I was, I finally got to the point where I could do you know, those little like pull up push up bars you can hang in your doorway. I had one of those and I got to the point where I could do like my knees were this far off the ground fully fully from that hanging position able to pull myself up and do a full pull up I was so proud of myself I was so I was out there longboarding I had great leg muscle strength I ended up getting into disc golf I was I was basically hiking around parks for two and a half hours a day uphill downhill and downhill in the trees all the stuff I was going to tournaments and stuff out of like out of city, I was loving it, and then it just got to the point to where like I couldn't do any of it. I had to give up disc golf, I had to give up longboarding, I had to give up even like besides the whole mental struggle of like making myself go work out back when I were when when I when I was a bigger guy of like I don't want to do it. I'm asthmatic like. I don't want to go lift weights. I don't want to go cardio. I don't want to do any of that. It was from a place of like, I would just rather be at this weight than go put in the effort. And then I, when I overcame those mental like hurdles to where I was pushing myself more physically, I was getting out there. I was in a better physical and mental state. As soon as I got to that level, it was just like, boom, like, just one thing after another of like compounding. Like when I'm telling you, I used to I used to bandage my feet up. Literal, literal, like um, like gauze, mm -hmm. like gauze and ointments and stuff, and like wrapping it up, and go out there. I would do that to go, um, disc golf for a while until it just got so bad to where I was like, I can't. I physically cannot go out and even just walk around a park. Like being out in the sun and all that stuff, like feeling, feeling like I was in a great place for the for one of the first times in my life, in my adult life especially, and then having that like taken away from me was such a big hit mentally, because like you said, like earlier, like being physically, like there's a lot of there's a lot of people that recommend and like studies have shown like going out and being physical, working out, like doing sports, exercising can help with like bad mental health with depression or whatever it may be um and i can't like I, I i feel like i can't do that because the moment i go out there and start sweating and getting physical and 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 getting active 
it makes my eczema flare up and get worse. And then I feel even worse because I'm sitting there scratching myself crazy when the whole goal was to get out there and like be physically, like get the endorphins out there and, you know, get physical. If even just taking a walk down the street, it it's, it, it, it sucks. Cause I miss being more active. And now as a streamer, like I sit in my, I sit right here for seven to eight hours a day, sometimes more. And then I'll sit here for two to three hours, some nice editing as well. Well, and then, and I the thing that, the thing that's crazy is right is, and I, I think this is important for everyone to understand is that especially like, so one, you never know what anyone's going through in life. You never know. And so I always preach, you know, obviously be a, be a fucking good person, be an absolute, you know, genuine human being. But on top of that is the power of words that like, I know we as content creators have to just kind of roll with the punches a lot of times, a lot of times. Like we just have to be like, fucking that's what we put ourselves in this business in this position to do is we know that there's going to be trolls out there but like the one thing i will say to anyone that likes to troll likes to make those jokes is like unless you're extremely comfortable and that that content creator that you're with knows you and is like okay with it you need to understand the power that words have because let's be honest that one guy that never came back to his stream that came in and said, you look like you do math or look like you're on drugs or whatever. You don't understand how long that, 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 that sticks with him be, yeah. and, and sticks with other people. Like even my, my chat just said like hostiles in my chat. And she talks about, she's like, I fucking hate it. Like she deals with her stuff. She's like, I hate it when people come in and say like, you look tired. She's like, cause I didn't feel like waking up yeah. and putting on makeup because I'm dealing with stuff right. today. Like yeah. I have bigger freaking mental issues than like, Oh, let me look pretty for you on camera or like, or any of that shit where it's just ultimately the power of words affects people in different freaking ways. And when you don't know that person's own like mental strength, I mean, that could have been a huge setback. Like, thankfully, yeah, I will say this, like, like there could have been so much worse that came from that. Thankfully, like you're here, you're dealing with this, you're talking about it, but I mean, it could have gone South. I mean, because it only takes like one thing to be like, Right. Maybe that was like the one of the worst days you've ever had, and someone comes in and like looks like you do meth, and it's like you were trying to feel better about like yourself and be doing better with your mental health, and that's the thing that puts you over the edge. Right. Like people just don't understand, and we're also fucking humans. Like we 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 deal with this, and we know what we put ourselves into, but that doesn't make us like any less susceptible to your like right to, to your trolling and to. You know us trying to be like getting you know we're doing this because we love to do it right like that's right. why you're doing it you know yes there's other things that like you're like i wanted to go full time but you, you did it because you wanted like you love to stream you love the community that exactly. you built you love being able to do this and talk about it but yeah i just uh i think that was a very like i think that was a great point that you brought up is just like that one person it's stuck with that's you. been two that's been two years like easily two plus years since that comment happened and i still remember it and i was just like i mean it's the like audacity the audacity of this guy to come in here and just like literally the first comment it was just like you look like you do meth and i was like well thanks because that's what's been going on in the back of my head every time i have major breakouts or my right. face or my face is scratched up my like and it's and like i don't know how much you guys can tell just looking through like everything else probably not that bad but like I, it's the, the lighting, the lighting is, is an incredible, like the way that cameras work, it makes it a little bit smoother to where if I take a camera of my, my phone camera 
without any filters, just regular on, right here, right now, compared to what you guys see, it's like, it's, it's different. And that does give me confidence on days to where I'm not feeling good is because I can look at myself up in the camera and I'm like, all right, I don't look that bad. You like, know, damn, I, look at me like, in the camera. Like, yeah, was... look at me like, yeah, exactly. And like that, that can give me some confidence, but like, I'm, but at the same time, like I know what I'm dealing with that I'm not showing. Your mental, your mental okay. is like, again, yeah, of like, mental... like, honestly, like there's been a lot of this time to where I've been like, I've, I've noticed myself kind of like, you know, kind of reaching up and like kind of scratching at my neck or whatever. But like right now, like this spot on my neck has been like, I'm fire. almost like I'm suppressing, I'm suppressing myself right now. And like, I've also, like we said, like undiagnosed, like ADHD and stuff of like, kind of like stimming and stuff to where I look back. And a lot of the things to where people were just like, oh, he's just like, like he can't sit still. He just can't sit still. Cause I'm always the guy like bouncing my knee, like bouncing my, my foot underneath the desk. Like I do that constantly. Like, and you guys can't necessarily see it, but you know, like I'm sitting here, just my leg is just bouncing up and down or like my hands. I do a lot of things with my hands. Like obviously whenever I'm, I'm, I'm gaming or whatever, I'm, my hands are either like now I'm on mouse and keyboard for the past like two and a half months. But like something that gaming personally has helped me with um, because I got back into gaming whenever I was at, there was a point where I was out, I was so active. I was like, why would anybody want to sit at home and play video <laughs> games for six hours straight when you could be outside experiencing the world? You know, like I was going to bars. I was, like I said, I was, I was, I would literally take my longboard up to the college campus to where like, you know, 15, 20 mile per hour speed limits, but with good, like nice roads, well-paved roads. And I would just longboard like on summer break in the middle of like 105 degree weather and just roll back to my car, turn on my car, crank the AC and, and down a Gatorade and go back out for another 30 minutes. And like, I can't imagine doing that now. Mm -hmm. I, I, I can't. It sucks to but have like, something that you loved, like taken away almost. Like, yeah. I mean, that's, that's got to play a huge part, like a, a huge uh, impact on like your mental health as well. I mean, uh, definitely. There's, I mean, in all honesty, like let's be let's be real about this. We do this because we love it. But if someone told us like that tomorrow that like we couldn't do this again, I think I mean it would be a huge impact on like a lot of us. Uh, oh, definitely. Like I mean, because we did this. I mean, I think we did this for whatever reasons we all started it, and I think we continue doing it because of the communities that we built. As much as, you know, and as much as people are like, oh, you know, this is my business this is what I want to do. Well, your business would be nothing without the, your community that you built. Oh, like, 100%. 100%. So, it's like to lose that, it's like you're basically, you've got the, the continuous followers that you know that come in every day that you're like, what's up? Those are my, you know, as much as like they're your friends, they're not really your friends, but like they're, they're your friends. They're like your friendly followers, like, right? And it's like, and you notice when they're not there, right? Oh, 100%. And so it's like, just like longboarding is like, but same thing is like, if they took this away from you. And that's what I feel like ultimately, like sometimes eczema for you, it seems like it, it gets to a point where you're like, fuck, like, I can't like do this right now. Like, I've got to go take a break. And then like, I mean, that's just got to play uh, just another friggin', you know, just added to the checklist of things that are just messing with your mind, like, oh, and, yeah. and affecting your, your day to day happiness and health. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've definitely ended streams because... I've, I, you know, I was like, I'll be back in a couple minutes. 
and I go and I realize, oh my god, I've been away from my stream with, you know, like the game just being up in the pregame lobby for um 10 15 minutes and i come back and i'm like i just i'm i'm sorry i'm sorry like i gotta go so you've already so like i've already lost viewership because i've been gone away from my stream that long i'm not i'm not there to inter interact and then i come back and i just all of a sudden end it because i'm just like i can't i can't and like a lot of it's you know ex experimenting with with well experimenting in a sense of like will this i recently changed like daily moisturizing lotions to see if something else would work better for me. And I thought it was working better for me at first. And then like a week into it, I was like, this is like not good for me. And so it's coming out of that and like trying to heal up from that. Um, but yeah, like there's, there's been plenty of times to where just being, being on, on camera like I've I've taken myself off. I have a little scene in OBS where like I it's literally just called no cam, because I'm just I switch it off and like it has everything up except for my cam and my like my overlay and it's just the game, and I may not be I may be playing the game and not being itchy in that moment, but like I may have been itchy right before that. And what I'm trying to do like physically and mentally on my end off camera is just like compose myself. So I'm sitting here, you know, like I'm gaming. I have my hands on the mouse and, and keyboard and I may be going and I don't have my camera up. And it's not because in that moment, I'm just sitting there like, ah, but I'm sitting there just mentally just being like, all right, composing myself until I'm like, all right, come back on the camera. And I switch over with, you know, stream deck and everything else and come back to being in that moment. But it's 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 tough in those in those moments to where i'm like i i i don't want to be off the camera but i understand that it would be in a sense like visually just like you don't want to see someone just like oh god oh like I'll, I'll literally mute my mic i'll just i'll just turn my mic off and like hit that no cam thing and just like have a moment where i'm just like ah! and have you know just sitting here i'm I'm sure the the pets outside in the living room are like, what is going on in there? Um, <laughs> but I have those of those moments of just like that no one sees because I'm literally in a room by myself and I just turn the audio and video off and I just express myself in a sense. And there's times where like I've been, I have literally been so aggravated with how I feel to where I end up being like toxic in the game to where I end up just not either like, and especially I've, I've experienced it on a few co-streams before too, to where I'm like, I'm not there. And I notice myself just getting so irritated. And like, I love the days where I can get on and game all day and get shit on in the games all day and you know not even be playing well i'm just sitting there just like having a good time and laughing and there's other days to where it's like i can't even like celebrate a win because i'm just so just like not there mm -hmm. you know you're just you're just kind of just going through those motions of just like not being as as present as you want or in the moment and you're letting the little things, you know, you know, like you may win the round, but, um, 
or you know depending on what game you play i'm playing a lot of apex arenas lately so it's like you may you may get knocked and you're like where was the other teammate like well i can't believe you. like what are you doing over here like you're on the other side and then they come up and they clutch the round and you're just like oh uh nice cool dude <laughs> Like, there's no reason for you to be that upset, like, when it's, it's you know, it's it's not even, like, competitive stance. You're just playing the game, just trying to have fun, but then you take it way too seriously, and you get way too hard on yourself because you're not playing or performing at a certain level that you want to. And I think that also affects us as creators, as 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 streamers, as gamers, that whenever, like, you feel like you're not even, like, putting out the gameplay, let alone, like, if you're not feeling the vibes and you're not there in that moment and you happen to also be playing like terribly mm -hmm. it just it, whenever that happens to me i'm just like i am i'm not it's this is not good you know like i've i i can see myself in like the awareness again of like the curse of of knowing what you're going through and seeing how you're being affected by it and how you're affecting whatever you're involved with whether or not it's game the game or you know maybe another player that you're playing with or whatever it may be but where you have these moments of just like you're you're just you're so frustrated for nothing and that's another thing that people don't understand from us as creators right is that obviously we want to do our best and we want to give you our best mm -hmm. and it's just some days we can't and it's just like some people like Again, it's like you see, like everyone's gonna have off days, you know. But it's like ultimately, it's like how many times have we seen like a, a world, like an actor that we absolutely love, and they're like they crush like every role, and then they they take like one movie, and you're just like, what? <laughs> like Why? this movie yeah. was terrible. Why? And like, and people just like brush that aside. But it's like a lot of times with like content creators, like we feel like we have to every day be 110 right. and i think we need to get to a point where we we can like as a community like we can be okay with just being like hey i'm not 110 today so like if i hop off early it's nothing against you guys it's nothing against right. anybody else it's just like i need and people be okay with that and i think you actually said something earlier that like i strive and i know spent strives and devious strives for this this podcast specifically and what we've done with our communities is you talked about that like you just want to be normal right mm -hmm. like that's what you, you said earlier and and i hate i will say this i hate that statement because what i strive and what we strive to do here is that what you're going through should be fucking normal like it, I, and, and i understand where you're going with it where you're like hey i just want yeah. to be normal or i'm not itchy but like what i want to say is that like ultimately i think it should be fucking fine that you have eczema and you're dealing with this shit and that the way that you're dealing with it is like maybe some days that you're just like hey like i know you just don't want to be itchy you don't want to be like dealing right. with this stuff on a day-to-day -day basis but like i wanted to get to a point where we're like all right like we understand you're going through that and that's a fucking normal thing for people to go through but people don't like talk about it they don't talk about right. all the little shit they don't talk about like oh well why'd you put up the no face cam like i know like there's probably people that come in they're like no cam i'm out like and you're just right. like okay, they go like go fuck yourself like i don't care like right yeah. i don't need to put up a cam for you for you to enjoy what i put out there or they're right. like why haven't you been speaking in 15 minutes and it's like because i'm adhd out my ass and i get hyper focused and i forget that i have a chat like oh my that, god that's that, yeah my problem like, yeah <laughs> oh so it's like 
it's like different things like that where it's just like people should like i wanted to get to a point where we, we accept the fact that you're dealing with shit we accept the fact that what you're dealing with is is a normal thing you know it, there's there's too much shit out there that's not normal but this is normal like this is something you can't control you have zero control over right your allergens changed <laughs> and yeah and that's 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 an honestly great perspective to have because you know it's like we we do say um like like you said with your tag like it's okay to not be okay but also of me coming from 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 the point of like trying to bring more awareness not just like you guys do to mental health issues but also for me personally with having eczema and letting people know that like this is like there are various degrees of how people are impacted just like with mental health like with eczema there's people that like may have like one allergen they got to stay away from because you know like they're allergic to cats and they break out in hives because they have cats or they're around a cat so they always stay away from cats but everything else is fine for them mm -hmm. and it's like i'm one of those i went to my allergenist my 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 um i guess the yeah, allergenist doctor when i did this and i i actually had the highest allergen like count that she'd ever seen in somebody so that shows you that like how many things i was allergic to impacting me so like i'm a, i'm a severe case i'm a chronic severe case and like but there are levels just like some people may have may have like mild depression and uh, some people may have you know mm -hmm. full full-blown incapacitating like they cannot get they cannot get themselves out of bed because they're just they're in in that in that mental place and trying to you know crawl their claw their way out not even just crawl but claw their way out but of bringing this awareness to not just like i said the mental aspect of it but like of the fact that there are so many people that have skin issues to where we should be more aware of it so that it is something that it's like all right well that's something that you know that people do deal with let's make that um a normal part of of interaction and how you can be aware of that because not come like, in and be like, like you like you do meth like, yeah exactly because that one guy that shows you that impression and i also remember this one guy like that i served while i was working at a mexican food restaurant um and it was that how i said earlier he was like oh like you must have gotten a lot of sun and it was just like it wasn't meant like that kind of comment wasn't meant in a i'm here to make fun of you like the troll comment on the stream about you know you look like you do meth that was just like um a not a very good icebreaker i guess like when you walk up to someone and like if you notice that your server might have like some sort of like issue like that um your first inclination is to maybe like make like oh well you just look like you got sunburned totally innocent but it's something i still think about to this day because i was like i was in such a bad place or i was like i even told him i i wasn't being rude or like mean back in it but i told him i was like i'm not sunburned man like just being real like i i struggle with like severe eczema and this is this is what i happen to look like right now because it's so bad and he was like oh, i'm so sorry i did not oh, mean to, yeah. i didn't mean to offend you but like that's still an altercation that i think about from years ago mm -hmm. like this this is like five six years ago now that that happened and then two plus years ago when that, you know, the, the on stream comment happened.
but what you were talking about earlier is like how words really do affect you know like the whole thing of like sticks and stones may break my bones but words you never hurt me that's and, great um, for, a, for a mentally it, healthy person that works but yeah <laughs> um but i've i've always had this kind of like the same thing like sticks and stones may, may break my bones but words um forever scar me is another one that i i learned whenever i was younger um because i think i think words sometimes cut way more they cut deeper into the psyche than if someone was to come and like slap you or smack you upside the head or hit you which is not downplaying any sort of physical abuse like physical abuse in a sense like that is like is 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 traumatic oh. and i'm not downplaying that I'm, I'm just also saying that like if you don't if if you've never really struggled or dealt with um, having someone who has uh, physically abused you, but you have dealt with someone who has verbally abused you, those like there's they scar in, in different ways, I I believe, because um, oh, I was I was I personally was never physically that I remember or recollect um, ever ever dealt with that um, in my in my life. Like I didn't even I haven't even been in a fist fight a fight at all in my adult life um i had a a best friend in sixth grade that we like kind of tumbled around and, and punched each other in the stomachs but didn't do it like it was one fight ever mm -hmm. um but i look back and think about all the things that people used to call me and people used to tease me about in elementary and how my height and weight of being one of the tallest and biggest kids in my in my class was a negative thing so I always had this negative view of myself growing up being this tall, overweight, awkward, weird, goofy kid um, until I finally grew out and away from that. And I, like we talked about earlier, how I really grew into myself physically and mentally in a relatively short amount of time, a couple of years out of high school. And then a lot of things happening four or five years out of high school, including all these, these changes that happened with my body to where it, it derailed me. Mm -hmm. It just derailed me. But the, but the words that I remember of like, even from my childhood of how people have, um, use, use their words to put me down and to, to, um, try to make me feel bad about myself. Like they, they do. They do make me feel bad about myself because I've I've always struggled with that self-image. And during that small amount of time when I was dealing or when I was in a good place physically and mentally, like I wasn't taking shit from nobody. I was so confident in what I was doing and what and how I was living my life and everything else. And it and like I wasn't, I'm not that doesn't go to say that I was like. I was being mean to people or anything, but it was like, I, I was standing up for myself. I was, um, finding my, like really finding out who I wanted to be and being confident in that. And then a, within a couple of years of that happening, it was just like my, you know, that confidence just got destroyed because the, the, how I physically look and feel on a daily basis can fluctuate so much. 
and I, and I think it goes. I, I mean, obviously, there's a reason for the old adage, you know, think before you speak, and you know, that's one thing that I think people should take away from this is, yeah, you know, obviously, you need to think before you speak. You need to, you need to, if if you're gonna be a troll, like I feel sorry for you. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. like, whatever you're going through, I hope you get through it. Um, you know, if you're gonna be a bad person. I 100%. hope you step on a Lego, but like I'm <laughs> like multiple Legos. Right. Like I, I just hope like whatever you're getting through going through that's making you act out this way, I hope you get through it. But like the there there's no there should be no downplaying. Abuse is abuse. Physical mm -hmm. uh, physical can be just as bad as mental, 100%. mental can be just as bad as physical. Like abuse hundred percent. What what one person deals with does not need to be downplayed just because somebody else is story has a different outcome like again i grew like to, to go back to kind of what me i grew up in a i, I have a mom and dad together never did any like they were always supportive always with me and for whatever reason i have depression like i don't know why i don't know why i, I mean i know like kind of one of the things that sent me down the road was like a uh, loss of my coach who, who was a mentor who died when you know right before his wedding i know that was kind of like one of the triggering points but ultimately like from the outside looking in on paper i should be bright as rain like there's a, you know i've got a great job i've got a great wife and yet still the 30 minutes and you talked earlier about you know stepping out in front of a car right or you know just like contemplating things right i've said this before the 30 minutes my drive to work 30 minutes there 30 minutes home when i don't have anybody else in the car is probably the most dangerous time for me because like there's so many times where like my depression's bad and i've just let go of the wheel Right. I, I have just let go of the wheel and just been like, mm. like whatever, whatever happens, whatever, you know, it happens. And and then you talked also about like, you know, it's not so much that you fear. I, I, I don't necessarily think I fear death, but I definitely fear fear one, how I've let, how I'm going to be leaving this world. You know, like, uh, did, did I make an impact on people? Did people, you right. know, are people actually going to give a shit if I'm gone? Right. And then I think like you talked also about, you know, being the people around you being affected. Like that's a huge thing. Right. That's that's a huge and that's that goes back to our support group. Right. Is that if you have that support, even if you just go and you get a therapist, you go and you just talk to somebody, whoever it might be, whatever, that person's still gonna be affected because they've been in your life to right. support you or to listen to you, whatever it might be. And so like, yeah, those people around you that'll be affected is the same thing that's like goes through my mind a lot of times. It's just like those people I, I I don't I don't want them to hurt because like I wanted to stop hurting right right so right. It, it's like things like that but you know I I think I, you've given us honestly there's so much I want to I wish we had more time we are coming up on our two hours yeah um, I I've, I have a really bad tendency even my wife was like stick to stick the points keep it short keep it simple and, and like the whole time I've been sitting here like yeah like this is a good point to talk about and then like. I finished talking and I'm like, dude, how long have I been? Have I been talking for 15 minutes straight? Like I have those moments. I just like, I run on and I tangent. And then half the time, like, I think at least two times tonight, I've been like, wait, what was the question? Like, what? <laughs> like you, you literally say something and I'm like listening and I'm listening and I'm listening. And then it's like, I have no idea what he just said. Hey, <laughs> when we started this i told you that you're going to control the conversation for the most part we'll yeah. get you back on track and we'll talk about things exactly. that you know, but you, you brought so many good points that, that i was just going to let you keep talking especially because this is a different type of conversation that we're having today mm -hmm. you know we've talked with a whole bunch of people in the past who deal with more mental uh, emotional side of things i've dealt with abuse hell with these different things 
but like to talk to somebody who's like listen yes i i was depressed i got it under control and then my like basically the like world was just like ah, we're gonna fuck that up yeah. right and just like <laughs> you know and then just like flip it and it's like it's all things that are out of your control yeah. for the most yeah. part like even if you're the most careful about what you eat what you wear what you do whatever you still could have eczema. You just still could have like that breakout. You could still just have whatever it might be. And it's like, yeah. yeah, the allergens are gonna make it worse. And I'll talk to you. I'm I'm allergic to metal. I am a highly mm -hmm. allergic to metal. And it's I can't wear my wedding ring because like right. I'm so allergic to metal. And it's like I I I'll I can't even living in Texas, right? This is how bad it is in Texas, mm -hmm. just so people know for people that are allergic to metal. So your keys, I can't leave my keys in my pocket. Oh, I lose my keys all the time because I sweat. And when I sweat, the metal, like the, the sweat gets on the metal and then that metal leaks through my pants and gives me huge freaking breakouts on my legs because that's how large I am. So it's like people don't think about these little things little that like things. life that are like will affect you. And it's like, yep. yeah, if you need the best thing that you could do, I think for people is to get confidence and you know, get physically fit, physically okay. And I'm not even talking about that you need to be physically fit. I'm talking about physically comfortable, like you talked about earlier. Yeah. Comfortable in your own skin with who you are. I don't care if you weigh 500 pounds. If you're comfortable being 500 pounds, and that's, like, what makes you happy and you're good, then your mental health is also going to be, like, imp yeah. be impacted by that. Yeah. But you could, be, you could be the biggest, you know, best body worker, <laughs> builder in the, in the game and, like absolutely be fit as hell and just still not feel comfortable or confident in your own skin and right. so it's like that that adding to your all you know the mental health issues that you already deal with is just i think this was a phenomenal conversation tonight yes um i think it's definitely Good. something that is uh that that's a completely different viewpoint on things and and i really do appreciate you know you you taking the time to to sit down and talk with us and so i guess but our last final question that we asked before we kind of cut things off is, um, is, is kind of your, your, your one, your basically one minute takeaway. Like, what would you, what would you want to tell people basically, you know, to help other people in this situation or like your, their biggest takeaway that you'd want them to take away from this? Like, what, what, what would that be? What would, what do you want to say to the people? I mean, we talked about it in the in the very very beginning about having that like that support. I honestly 100% believe that if I did not have my wife who has listened to me, encouraged me, um, and been by my side um, through all these struggles, because she, she met me like right at the beginning of this. But having someone who legitimately cares about you, that no matter if you are having those good days or the bad days. Um, and especially on those bad days, but having them there to be able to talk to, because I feel like the biggest thing with mental health and especially, especially with mental health in men is that we don't feel like we can talk to other people. And like, personally, like I've seen a TikTok recently about it to where it was literally just a slew of men answering, like, like stitching, a, like who you talk to if you're if you're if you're having a bad if you're having a bad day or if you're dealing with mental health issues and it was just man after man after man just being like i don't talk to anybody i don't talk to anybody and i'm so happy that i have my wife to be able to talk to and 
that she doesn't necessarily understand physically what I'm going through um, with with like the eczema side of things, but her also having mental health um, to where she can be a pillar for me and I could be a pillar for her in both of our times of need um, is, is so huge. Um, again, about what your words and how they impact people. Um, like you said earlier, if something like if you're having an off day and someone is just like, you look tired today, like be be that encouraging like factor, especially as like as someone that's a part of a community, when you go into someone's chat and you notice that they're not like they don't look or they're not vibing at the usual level that you like you may are used to seeing them be that catalyst to bring that back to them in a sense to where you can encourage them hype them up because when we're having those tough days as streamers you guys as as part of uh, as you know as the communities that you're a part of when you go to watch your streamers hyping them up and encouraging them and just being positive for them uh towards them in their chat is huge it's so like i cannot tell you how many days i've had rough moments and then like the people the community come they, they come into the chat and it turns my day around like it can be a huge catalyst in how i feel for that day and there's also days to where i'm feeling great and maybe chat's a little slower or it's just a little bit slower of a day and then like my mental health can go down from that on the other mm -hmm. side as well so um words words are huge uplifting uh, each other um but also understanding like getting to know this is a one thing that i really appreciate about what you guys do is giving different creators the opportunity to express like not just like their mental health but also the things behind their mental health um, like for me, like my eczema is a big catalyst for like how I am dealing with my, my mental health on a day-to-day -day basis. But for each guys, it's something completely different, you know? And that's why I appreciate you guys taking the time of, of connecting and reaching out and getting different people's perspectives on what's going on in their lives, how they deal with things and finding common ground so that we can understand that we are not as alone as we think we are in a lot of things but still recognizing that we do need to be able to speak about these things and not be as as scared to be like hey you know like checking in on someone like when i have people that have checked in on me if i just like i haven't like you know been streaming consistently or whatever it is and i have people reach out to me like hey what's going on are you doing all right like that is such a feel good moment because you do feel like you're important to someone like you have made an impact and they do care about you mm -hmm. if that if that makes sense but you know like understanding where like everyone's everyone's struggles are different and they may be better on one day than the other but being that positive encouraging light in people's lives um no matter who you engage with or interact with on a day-to-day -day basis could be the person you're getting coffee from um you have no idea that just saying like i hope you have a great day like thank you so much like to that random person that you're interacting with on your you know at, at starbucks or wherever you are those little things throughout the day can make such a difference in those people's lives 
and on the other hand you know like being negative and being a troll in those yeah in those instances whether or not it's on a stream or in daily life and stuff can have such a drastic negative impact on people mm -hmm. that was longer than a minute no you're good you're good you, again you keep saying good things so i'm gonna keep it letting you go um spent what, what about you what you got man all i gotta say is hash thanks for coming on it was fire today um it was i good. mean listen it shows how the mental aspect can be affected by the physical aspect mm -hmm. you know a lot of people don't realize that i actually have an aunt that deals with some of the stuff that you'll you deal with so i've seen it from the outside mm -hmm. <clears throat> so i get where you're coming from with all that but i mean we say it all the time just be a good person right think before you speak you never mm -hmm. know what a person's going to go through and hash you hit it on the head today so i appreciate that and chalupa i want to make Definitely. sure you announce next week's guest yeah, i got you i got you i got you all right well so um before i get just kind of wrap things up uh we want to announce again thank you thank you hash thank you so much for coming on really appreciate you um you know we will uh we'll touch base after this as well uh, but thank you for sharing your story i hope your community loved it i hope that ultimately it helped you <laughs> in any way possible but i also just really hope that anybody out there that's dealing with this understands that our dms are always open on twitter you can find me uh, on twitter uh at uh chalupa gaming 23 you can find spent at spentescue gaming right yeah so spentescue gaming you can find him and then hash uh you i'm guessing yours is at at hash ashen mm -hmm. yes, with sir. a five right with a five yeah yes, and they can also hit the press pause podcast uh it's press pause p1 yeah mm -hmm. press pause people ours are always open for anybody that wants to talk uh whatever we've always said we are not here to solve your problems but we will if you feel like you don't have anybody else to talk to um you know we we are here to talk we're here here to listen that's that's what we will do we're here to listen um that being said next week's guest we do have dad bod um is coming on um tony is a friend of mine uh, but he's been dealing with a whole bunch of shit, uh, so I cannot uh, wait to talk to him um, on, on this podcast. I think it's going to be phenomenal, um, especially coming from a creator uh, of his size and his uh, influence, especially on the Facebook uh, platform. So uh, please, everyone, this is a special one because we're doing two back-to-back. -back. We normally do every other Sunday, but we're doing two back-to-back weeks um so please uh come check that one out um and we'll keep you updated on that as well but my final thoughts on this and like i said you have given me so much i i i have a freaking page full of notes that i that i really wanted to touch base on but i was just gonna keep letting you talk because you weren't saying anything bad is ultimately you talked about you know uh, that you appreciate what we do you know on the press oh, podcast. but i will say this we wouldn't be anything without content creators like yourself that are willing to be brave and willing to open up and come on here and talk about their story. It is not easy. It's not an easy thing to do. I've come to terms with it because I understand that I am fucked up and it is fine. Um, I still deal with my shit all the time, but it is what it is ultimately. And I'm not afraid. Like I'm not afraid to talk about it. And, and I'm glad that ultimately you are not either. Um, we absolutely loved having you as a guest. Um, I love being here. It was great. It was thank great. you so 
so much for that. And then the two things I really want people to take about th think about is one is yes, words matter. Empathy is huge, guys. Mm. And mm. it's not about knowing or understanding where somebody is coming from, but it's about ultimately empathizing with that person, regardless of what they're going through. Just understand exactly. that each person is a human being. Each person has feelings, emotions, whatever, even though you think that maybe Superman or super, you know, human on stream and that they can't, like nothing's going to get them down. But I'll tell you, shit gets people down regardless. So yeah. just empathy is absolutely huge. And then I think um, outside of the, the support angle that we talk about literally all the time, which I can't stress enough, but is ultimately is one of the best things that people can do for their mental health is, is getting strong, like getting physically fit, get to a position where you feel comfortable in, in who you are and what you're about and like, and ultimately getting comfortable in your own skin. I think that was the best thing that you, you could have said, uh, and I can't put it in any better words than that. Getting comfortable in your own skin will do wonders Definitely. on your mental health. And it sucks. And I apologize that this is what you have to deal with hash because I do, I, I can't stress enough the importance of that. And I think you, as oh, somebody yeah. that is dealing with these issues, understands and knows the importance of that is, is ultimately feeling very comfortable in, in your own skin. And it's, it's, it's difficult. And, and I do hope nothing but the best for you, Ash. And I hope, you know, you, you get through this and, and things change and that, you know, whatever it might be, I, I just, yeah, you know, like I said, I, I hope nothing but the best for you, man. So I really, really, yeah, I really appreciate, appreciate that. Um, thank you. Thank you to your communities uh, for it, for everyone that stuck around and watched. Um, but if you ever have any questions, uh, please hit up our, our press pod podcast, uh, Twitter, um, and, and send those DMS there spent as, as much as he says, we've been doing a lot behind the scenes spent is ultimately the absolute, uh, the person that makes this all run. So thank you spent. Uh, you don't, I don't think you get enough appreciation or, to, or even talk about how much, what you do behind the scenes for us. Um, so thank you so much, Spent, and thank you everyone that's tuned in. Thank you for the coming. That's in the Press Pause Podcast. We will see you next week. Um, thank you again, Hash. Uh, you've been a great guest. And thank everyone, you. you guys have a good night.